Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottage core life. Today, we're going to walk down memory lane, and I'm going to share a little bit about some memories of my childhood, as well as teaching you a little bit about what an actual order of chili fries or chili cheese fries is as they originated here in Michigan. And I said it, they originated here. They originated in Detroit. I'm not listening to anything else. I'm a Taurus. You won't change my mind with any kind of reasoned argument, especially when I know that I'm going to be correct in my own mind. That being said, today, open up your big book of stuff and look up the area called Regional Foods. Because today, we're going to talk about how to make authentic Detroit chili cheese fries. Let's get started. When I was younger, much younger than now, and attending high school in Detroit, I remember one of my favorite things was to go across the street during lunchtime and go get chili cheese fries. And of course, it wasn't just at lunchtime. So let's let's share a little bit more of this. Um, I used to go to General John J. Pershing High School. I was a marching doe girl. Even though it's the marching doe boys, I was female, so obviously I'm a doe girl. And I was in marching band, of course. We were a show band, a high-stepping show band, which meant we used to put on dances and shows, but our stepping style was different than what you see in the HBCUs down south. They do more hunched-over marching, whereas we did more lean-back high-step marching. Later on, our band director brought in a consultant to try to make us do the southern-style marching, and I'm just going to tell you, it just, it didn't go with the routines we had. I have nothing but love and respect for you all down there. But it just wasn't Detroit style. It just wasn't. That being all, fine and good. Let's get to the memory. So while I was in these marching band practices or at lunch or simply just because school was out or just because we really wanted them, we would cross the street to go to this little establishment called The Bakery. The Bakery was far more than just the baked goods shop. It was owned, operated, and staffed by a delightful West Indian family. Where I grew up, West Indians had several businesses, as well as Chaldeans and uh, Hmong and Chinese and many other races, but that's neither here nor there. But this family had the most delightful donuts and everything was made from scratch. Everything was made from scratch at the bakery. It was an operational bakery, but they serviced the high school, which meant it just wasn't baked goods. They sold 
candy. They sold pops. They sold delicious little treats. And my favorite, if you were very hungry, you could get chili cheese fries. The original kind, not the kind that you see now. Not the kind with that disgusting, goopy, liquid nacho cheese. That is a sin. If you believe in sin. Because you see, real Detroit style chili cheese fries do not contain liquid cheese, nor do they contain yellow cheese. It's disgusting. It, it's absolutely gross. But if you can't get chili cheese fries any other way, I mean, you can get by on it. It's fine if you're really hungry. But ask any real Detroiter. Oh, here we go. It's not the no true Scotsman fallacy, but it is what it is. If you ask an East Side Detroiter and most West Side Detroiters, nobody wants, nobody wants that nasty goopy cheese if they have the option to get the sliced cheese. But that wasn't even the cheese we used. We didn't use yellow cheese at all when we were getting our food at the bakery. Even if you said that yellow cheese would have been available, you would have been wrong. They didn't even stock it for that, even though they had microwave pizzas and everything else. Oh no, oh no. They used to stock a white shredded cheese. Now, some people, most people actually say it was mozzarella. Some people thought it was provolone, but it wasn't. It was mozzarella. I have seen people actually say that it was a blend of mozzarella and Monterey Jack, and I can't prove that, but it might, it might explain some of the flavor notes in there. But without a doubt, the proper chili cheese should have white shredded cheese. Not only should it have white shredded cheese, the cheese itself should be melted either under a grill or in a microwave. Now, before you judge me about Chef Mike, listen, microwave is not the preferred method, but remember, we were dealing with a situation where, you know, we had young people going to school and they were in a hurry. So, if they were at the school rush, definitely you put it in the microwave. If you have time at home, you put it in the oven. On broil. Because you're not trying to bake it. You're trying to just get a nice little melt on it. Alright, so once you've got this going, you have the option to add the chili. And this is where it's important. The chili itself is actually no bean chili. There should not, and I mean absolutely not, be hot dog sauce. Do not use hot dog sauce on your chili cheese fries. That is the wrong thing to do. Hot dog sauce here in the United States 
usually contains flavor elements of mustard, sometimes pickling, like pickle relish. I've even seen people make their own and add ketchup. Don't do that. Please don't do that. That is not the way. Do not, do not use hot dog sauce. It must be beanless chili. And it shouldn't be super thick, nor should it be super runny. It should be of a decent consistency where it would coat a fry without falling off, but not piled up in a ball. Now this is where you may be asking yourself, well, what if you use chili sauce? Is chili sauce okay, like chili con carne, like you would see in the Coney Island? And how do you know the difference, Kenya? Well, I'll tell you what. I've worked in a Coney Island. I do know the difference. Actually, I worked at a diner. Um, I did it at um, helping out, and uh, I do I do actually know the difference. I was actually a waitress and a server for a while and a cook. But I wasn't a cook cook with a capital C, obviously. I'm not a chef, and I would never pretend to be one, but I have nothing but immense respect for chefs. No, I was just a little lowly old cook. That being said, when you use chili sauce from a giant tube of chili, you're not hurting anyone. You can definitely use the chili sauce. I'm not going to stop you. In fact, you might get a smoother consistency, but if you're making it at home, just make sure you, you know, you break everything down really, really well so there's a decent consistency of sauce. It should not be overly meaty because now you've actually lost it. You've just, you've made it something that it shouldn't be. You know, it should be a little creamy. It should be a little bit of this and that in there, but no pickles in the sauce. That is disgusting. Don't do that. So if you can put chili sauce, then yes, but never hot dog sauce. I mean, at this moment, I would be remiss if I did not add a gratuitous Morris Day in the Time reference. Chili sauce. All of my Prince people will get the, the reference. Now, let's get to presentation before we get to condiments because now this is one of the most important parts, the most important parts of authentic presentation. And I do realize that not everyone, not every restaurant had access to this, but the original presentation in this should be in a Chinese food takeout box, an American Chinese food takeout box. That's right, the paper one that folds into the box with a little handle. Believe it or not, they used to put those in the microwave. And that is the perfect container. That's the perfect carrying container for this particular treat. It is just, it's contained. If you need to have a plate to spread it out and eat it at, at lunch, you can open up that container because those are actually self-contained plates, by the way. And it was perfect. Although they used to pack them so high and so full that they were almost completely coming out. You had to work to eat one of those down to where it could be manageable enough to open up the container. And the chili itself should be spooned in to the point where it's it's just 
brimming over the top. It will also melt the cheese. Keep in mind, not everybody would get chili cheese fries. Some people would only get cheese fries. Other people would only get chili fries. But the full experience is chili cheese. And as another option at the bakery, you could get popcorn fried shrimp and get chili cheese placed on those too. And I can just see the gourmands in you cringing inside, shriveling up into little snail shell sized balls of sadness. You'll be okay. Now, one of the condiments that we used, of course, was hot sauce. And the hot sauce had to be either Frank's or Louisiana hot sauce. There was no in-between. If you use hot sauce other than that, it had to be a hot sauce that you brought from home. There was nothing else. We didn't do the specialized brands. We didn't go all out. That's what you got. You got your Frank's. Some people who were transplants might have yearned for Tabasco and they had to carry their own. But the flavor note that you're looking for is cayenne and vinegar. So that's why the Frank's Red Hot is the traditional sauce you use for hot sauce for these chili cheese fries. The other thing is you'd also add ketchup. You have to add them together if you're going to put them on the chili cheese fries. That means that they should be mixed equally. If you can get them in the container, great. If not, well, you did your best. Both of them will go on and it will be absolutely amazing. Please note that nowhere in this description of this dish did I put salt. We did not salt the fries. It wasn't necessary because the sauces and the cheese added the proper flavors. Serve with a fork and you were ready to go. And that is how you make authentic Eastside chili cheese fries from Detroit from the bakery. Of course there were the outliers who would add mustard to their chili cheese fries. We did our best to not judge them and we just kind of let them go and on their own way. Please don't add mustard. Please don't. We made it through the episode. We made it through the episode and it's all good. I thought that I would actually have a cold. I have had one for the last few days. It kept me from recording. I mean, it's a bit chilly out here. Get it? Chilly? Chilly cheese fry episode? Why are you groaning? Oh, come on, that was funny. Fine, one mom joke. I had to have one. So, I hope you'll try this recipe. You have to get the Chinese takeout box if you can. The Chinese American takeout food box if you can. But if not, that's okay. You can go old school with the the, uh, small styrofoam container. You know, pollute the earth, whatever. I can't stop you. I'm not the boss of you. I'd rather you didn't go. And if you're making it at home in in the oven, then you can definitely make it, you know, to your taste. One thing I will say, though, I want to give a shout out to my... Pershing High School Marching Doe Boys and Marching Doe Girls. And we no longer have a marching band. Um, 
they had budget cuts, as so many things in the city of Detroit, the state stole their money and helped destroy the Detroit public school system due to budget cuts and through redirection of funds intended for the schools that were redirected toward downtown development, which has crippled the system. But where we are now is where we are. They only have a drum corps. I give respect to the drum corps. They're at least keeping that alive. But the instruments are currently held hostage inside the band room, inside the band wing that the marching band helped build. So time changes and this is what happens. Um, just another story in the city. But I want to give a shout out to my marching doe boys and marching doe girls from class of 1988. And uh, I guess I'll chant out a cadence because there may be not many people who remember the cadences now. So I guess I'll leave you with that. How would you like to be a dope boy? How would you like to be way up high? How would you like to be a dope boy? How would you like to be way down low?